This is a podcast from BFM 89.9, The Business Station. Good afternoon, this is Front Row on The Bigger Picture. I'm Juliet Jacobs. Switchblade Operation, The Longing, is described as a unique visual and dance performance that reimagines two groundbreaking choreographies from 1994 and 1995 by acclaimed contemporary dance choreographer Lok So Kim. So the two dance performances, Gui Chi Lai Si and A World in the City, will be revived in Kongsi KL, uh, featuring 11 uh, diverse dancers and a whole new lineup making up the creative team. So today on the show, I'm going to find out more from So Kim herself who joins me and also joining us Lope Sien who is the producer of Switchblade Operation The Longing So Kim is also the lighting designer for the production this time around Welcome ladies How are you today? Hi. Hello. <laughs> Thank you so much for joining yeah. me. So lovely to have you in the studio today. So um, so Kim maybe I can start with you you know um, yeah contemporary dance choreographer. I know you've, you know, been creating works, uh, what is it, since 1982, am I correct? Or even before that? Uh, 82, I started dancing. You started yeah, dancing yeah, in 1982? Yeah. Then 92 is, uh, I'm back from Hong Kong and start choreography, yeah, when I'm in Penang. Okay. Yeah. And some of the works that you like to, or some of the themes that you like to explore from what I was reading, correct me if I'm wrong, um, yeah. such as identity, culture, uh, society, urban life, would that be right? Yeah, yeah. That's right. Uh-huh. That's how I try to understand the local and how I'm living. And the, mostly it's the culture that I'm having since I'm young uh-huh. and all the way until now. Yeah. Okay. Mm-hmm. And these are the themes that interest you, um, I guess. Have, why are these themes that you enjoy exploring through your work? I think just because of I'm being, uh, when I'm, after I'm graduate my diploma, uh, engineering diploma, diploma, and I straight go to the Singapore for dancer as a professionally, and it take about four or five years uh, in Singapore and Hong Kong and dancing. By the time I start, remind me my background mm. a lot. That's how I bet and start my choreography. Yeah. Okay. All right. Maybe mm. you can share. I mean, I do know you. Um, you start started dancing with the renowned Tan Weiping, right? Yes. Yes. Yeah? Yes. Uh, talk mm. to me a little bit about um, working under them. I think the he's he's not a very famous choreographer, but he's a really really good teacher. Uh, he's always teach me. You need to work on it, and you really hack uh-huh. word on what you want to do the result will be coming out ah, okay. that is until now okay so yeah. he was your mentor as well yes. uh, for me even we are not touching we are not having a lot of contact I mean but he's there the the inspiring the yeah okay. it's still in my mind okay. until today okay yes, okay all yes. the way um, 40 years ago now right For uh, since 1982 yes, yes since, since I started dancing and then sh- uh, he keep asking me to go to his house and talk about and then how he say about the uh, his background and in fact he's teaching me in how he study by himself 
through the book and then teach me how to dance. Okay. Yeah. So, so prior to that, did you do dancing when you were younger, like when you were growing up? Was that something that was, you know, also that you were interested in? Mm, no, no, I don't know at all that time. Only when you have good study only, they can. They thought you can dance. Ah, yes. Okay. So I'm not a good study. Ah. So I have no chance to dance until... Until when I uh, joined a girl guy and start with folk dance, okay. then I felt like okay, I felt like my move is things like better than how I'm studying. <laughs> so interesting, so, right? Yeah, like yeah. I mean, it was never part of your, I guess, your growing up years, but then became pretty much your whole career. Yeah, 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 yes. I, I not, yeah. I don't think that time. I don't think I can be a dancer okay. at all. Yeah. But look at you now, 40 years, you know, dancing, choreography. Uh, and you've also been a teacher, a dramaturg. Uh, you, I think you even co-founded the Penang Dance Station, right? In yes, 1992? yes, yes. 1992. Yes, mm-hmm. with my husband. Mm-hmm. We together came back from Hong Kong and then we start the Penang Dance Stations and then we start training the dancers and the ballet school. Yeah, we because of the ballet school, we have a studio and we start our dance company there. Okay. Yeah, it, it's a part-time, it's not a full-time, and then start training and make a crazy work, <laughs> I could say. Yeah. <laughs> to put it mildly, yeah? Okay. Yeah. Anyway, PCN, maybe I can talk to you now. So, uh, you, of course, you know, an artist, uh, I know you're a visual artist, also an architect, you were former manager of Kong CKL. Um, talk to me a little bit about, you know, uh, how you express yourself through art and, uh, yeah, creatively. I'm mostly a visual person, so I do a lot of photo, film, and also graphic design. And also, these are the skills that I use a lot when I was working in Gongsi Kiao because all the events, we needed to promote them. And But on the side, I was trying to explore my own personal projects, which also uh, I had the opportunity to do them in Gongsi Kiao. Mm. Like the first one was the lockdown residency in during the MCO. Uh, I was there for two months and then I tried out uh, photography, mainly self-portrait. Uh, I that. That project was really uh, important to me, but I'm still trying to develop it now. Mm-hmm. And then another one was uh, an exhibition that I get to curate uh, in my, I think, second or third year working in Gong Kiao. It's kind of like a reflection of our relationship with the neighbours and people that we have worked with. It's called uh, DC2, an exhibition. Uh, it's a workshop that uh, was done under mentorship uh, with Marte in the curatorial workshop. Uh, organized by Japan Foundation. And then uh, we get to, uh, I get to work with artists to to ask, to prompt them about what do they think our relationship can be as artists who works with Gong with mm-hmm. the neighbors who's also in the warehouse zone. Yeah, who are mainly just contractors, builders car workshops because yeah. mm, okay. I, I mean I was reading about Kongsi KL of course and uh, you know both of you were uh, I guess part of the founding team can I say the Kaki Kongsi can I say that um, and um, it's very collaborative right all the work that sort of like uh, you guys want to do as well there's a lot of um, yeah would that, would that be correct would I be correct in saying that there's a lot of collaboration yeah yeah <laughs> They're looking at so. each other. Yeah, <laughs> uh, I think yes because Gongsi Kiao is a very tough place to work in. Like with there's not much resources. As in, the only great thing is we have a huge space. But other than that, it's a lot of DIY spirit. Mm. So that's I think that's where the collaborations 
comes in, everybody help out each other. Okay. Yeah. And that's where your architecture training, I'm sure, comes in handy as well. Yeah, a bit. <laughs> <laughs> okay, okay. And um, and because you like that space so much, that's why you wanted, uh, so Kim, that's why you wanted to restage these two dances, right, in this space as well. Can you share a little bit about that? Yeah, I think the space itself, the warehouse, uh, when they start having this space and because a photo, one photo to make me ask them to stop and don't do anything. I want to take frame for that. Ah. So I start the dance uh, frame and make a record and then all the origining, original uh, you can sing from that frame, the mm. gong si. So yeah, uh, I think the, the spirit is there. So it's uh, after that I will I mean a volunteer and work with Kaki Gong Si and Gong Si a lot a lot mm-hmm. for many years I mean as a volunteer and in fact Peta uh, I mean Gong Si Peta is already uh, not been there and then but the connection is still there so I in my mind I would like to thinking of if before they are remorished, I want to do something. Mm, okay. Yeah, okay. before that. So that's why. Uh, and also it's a, because of the timing itself. Okay. So the, I mean, a friend are asking me to doing restage my old piece. Mm-hmm. So I say to myself, if you want to restage, yes, if you work with me, it will be very, very tough. <laughs> I'm going to ask Pacey why later, but yeah, okay. <laughs> yeah, because I choose concert this space and warehouse, you know, and warehouse ah, is nothing. Okay. And then for this man for for a dancer, it's a crazy <laughs> for them. So are you sure? So okay, it's really up for the challenge, huh? Yeah, yeah. it is a challenge. So uh, I think the main role for me is still a space, the mm. warehouse. So I felt like this, uh, and also a piece, uh, world in the city, it's kind of like, I think it's a, it's a, I feel it's a match for that space. And then, uh, yeah, okay. okay, that's why. Okay, and can we talk about the two dance performances? So I'm butchering the name. <laughs> can I make you guys say it for me, please? Can you like That's the one. And A World in the City. So 1994 and 1995, those uh, those choreographies premiered, right? I mean, yeah. can we talk a little bit about what uh, each of them are about or what they tackle? Yeah, okay. For the duet, Kuichi Laisi, for me, yes. Uh, I, I want to research this piece for, in my mind, I mean, in bottom of my heart is already nearly twenty years. I mm. I still try see how find a way to research because this uh, I felt um, uh, it's important for me. It's uh, for the creativity. I mean, exchange myself a lot for okay. this piece. So I I find a way, but it's not uh, the timing is not there. So uh, this time I try to bring back and then also the dancers that I invite uh, and we will also cast the dancers also make a casting and then I found that two dancers, yes, is nearly suit the, this piece. So I, I felt, okay, it's a time for me to research. Mm-hmm. And for the awards in the city, because um, I felt like if I want to do 
uh, in Kansi, this warehouse space, we need more dancers. Then if we need more dancers, it's a group, uh, group piece. Mm-hmm. So myself, I want to put all the effort, the time, because you need a train to the dancers to get together. So myself, okay, in that case, I get a more dancer, which is 11 dancers. Some more that is from different backgrounds. Okay. Uh, I just want them to share each other the background, I mean, the knowledge, what they have. Uh, even they start just back from the school or they have a professionally and journey and they come back. And then, so I make a platform. I want them to be share each other. At the same time, uh, I use a, a role in the city. It's kind of, a, a, for that time, it's an energetic and physically uh, uh, piece. I don't think I can make now, my physically cannot be choreographed <laughs> like now. now. Look at you, you look <laughs> in your prime. Yeah, but uh, so I make, I use that piece as a platform also. That piece also suit the warehouse and use that platform to share the, how to say, the communicate with the new and young generation and the, the some uh, back from the professional dancers. And then so I felt, yeah, it's a time for this piece. Mm. And also, the same time, I, I make longer a bit, which is I still crazy on the creative. <laughs> I can't stop <laughs> to create. So <laughs> that's why. And the creative, I also use the warehouse, what they have. I use whatever they have and leftover. Mm. That is the idea. Okay. Leftover. Okay. And then to make the piece uh, that is the world, crazy world, uh-huh. what we have on the 2023. I see. Yes. Okay, so... Mm-hmm. Yeah, for me, it's kind of like, a koi is, the koi itself, it's my young memory of my parents, how their relationship and that child culture. So it's kind of like, 40 years gen- generation, I mean, we are back, and then the world in the city is uh, 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 30 years back, and then now. So I find it's a different generation's uh, communicate. Mm, okay, because yes. I mean, you're restaging something from 20, 30 years ago in today's context. Yeah, so yes. there's a lot of time traveling going on, I suppose, right? In that sense, mm. a little bit. Or you're exploring different um, periods in time as well. It will be very different. Would you say this staging is very different from uh, the ones that happened in the 90s? I believe, yeah, for the warehouse itself, it's, it's totally mm, different. Itself, so space right? is already totally different. And then the dancers itself also, it's totally different. Dance is always that time, yeah. that movement. Right. Yes. Right. Okay. So, and you will see that is that. And then now it's a totally different. But you are just used to this choreography and uh, it. Because of the time now we have is getting less and less. I mean, want to gather them are using three months for them to rehearsing. Okay. It's kind of short time. So what I need is I need to use an old piece and then just push. <laughs> and yeah. Okay. Make them together and uh, sell group picks. Yeah, yeah. It's, it's not easy. Yeah. It's not easy, but it's a very interesting experiment as well, <laughs> yeah, right? To yeah, see it's how... a big challenge for me. Yes, it is. Mm. Yeah, to mm. see how your choreography translates uh, 30 years later with a whole new with you... whole new bodies, right? Whole new uh, experiences and, and styles mm. and, and talents as well. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And also the production team like a uh, uh, set designer and costume and yeah the the lighting all that is a new team for me okay. so yeah I, they they put a lot of input 
for me. Yes, for sure. Yes. For sure. Mm. And PCN, you know, for you, um, I'm not sure if you've ever seen these performances before or is this the first time you're sort of encountering it, right? Uh, how, what, which one was it? Is it your first time encountering it? Uh, yes, I have, nev- I, seen, I have never seen both of the choreographies. Uh, so, like, like I mentioned just now, I for me, it, I feel it's like travel back in time a little. Uh-huh, uh-huh. But um, for Gui especially, Gui Chilaisi, and then for the second piece, A World in the City, it's more current. It, I, I could feel it's more current, also because there's a new addition that just added into the choreography. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay. And I guess, you know, for me, it was like, um, what is the... How have you... Well, how do you feel about it? How do you feel about the two pieces, you know, coming to it uh, 30 years after, almost 30 years after it premiered, you know, looking at it with your, you know, 2023 lens, I suppose. Um, okay, I think I want to start with, like, before I see the work, I would be questioning, like, whether it's still, like, as I say, uh, this is a contemporary dance, right? Like, is it still contemporary? Is it still now? Then uh, this was a question I had before I seen the uh, pieces. But then, uh, at, in the process, I was thinking. I was thinking also, um, if we can watch movies from thirty years ago and still enjoy the movie, then why not? We can still uh, watch a dance performance from thirty years ago, but restage in current context. Mm-hmm. And I find it uh, the performance was quite enjoyable because when Kim's work, she goes all out. <laughs> 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 so everybody also have to keep to her pace. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Okay. So she, I think she's kind of like the person who's pushing everybody to to go towards that directions or the standards that it's needed for the restaging. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And any themes or you know I guess you know what 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 is it that uh, interests you? You said you found it quite interesting, right? So what is it that interests you? What what sort of themes are being explored that uh, speak to you? You know, in this context. So for Guichi Laisi, although it looks like a very classical work, uh, but the intention in the dance is a lot of uh, don't want to conform to the societal expectations. Mm-hmm. So uh, although the world may tell us to do something, but ultimately the dance choreography is trying to say, no, I want to follow my own desire. Yeah. And then for a world in the city, uh, which I really like because I think it's that energy. And also uh, it's talking about um, us, especially us who lives in the city. Like we work and work and work. And then in in the middle of all these development changes that occurs all around us, we know that okay, we have to work harder. But then, as young young person who just come out to the society, although I'm not young, but that's the work that I was trying to say. <laughs> like the work was made when Kim uh, just came back to Malaysia and start to hustle. Mm. So that's that that feeling that uh, we all can resonate with. Like that frustration of trying to work really hard, but you cannot find a work-life balance. Mm. Constantly hustling in the city, right? Yeah, wherever we are. Okay, okay. So definitely, you know, themes that are still relevant today, still that, you know, anyone uh, coming to watch it can definitely relate to, right? Very relatable in that sense, would you say? Mm. Okay. And can you talk to me also about the team that you've got dancing with you? So you said, you know, a whole new bunch of dancers, very diverse backgrounds and, and styles and all of that. Who are some of the dancers we'll be seeing? Yeah, the dan- the young one, the young dancers that uh, they have came back from just came back from London mm-hmm. and Taiwan and also graduated from the Ashrara. Mm-hmm. 
Mm-hmm. Yeah. That's right, right? Yeah. Yeah. And then uh, some my students that that time, I mean, already 20 years. And then, yeah, she still didn't joining me. Okay. I mean, she still wanted to do- dance, which is amazing. Uh, she, uh, she, she already having her kicks. Yeah. So... Uh, and also a student, I mean, 20 years, the, the, uh, he got dance a world before, mm-hmm. 20 years best, and he based in French. And then I just asked him, are you come back this month? <laughs> okay. I just asked him. Quite the opportunist. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Okay. So what happened? Yeah, he was asking, oh, dance, blah, blah, blah. And then, uh, Okay, okay, yeah, uh, I can come back uh, for uh, for holiday, yeah, yeah. Actually, it's for dance. What we are, I mean, what we know each other, yeah, is sure. because of the dance, yeah. And then a friend from uh, also based in Germany, uh, he is a professional in choreography, okay. yeah, for many many years. And then it's it's a timing also. He. He just back for to Sabah uh, for his father, and then so I invite him for Kui, mm-hmm. okay. which is yeah, and then my age range is from twenty two to forty eight. Lovely. Okay. So yeah. we're gonna see a whole range. There. Yes. Yeah. Uh, thanks. Uh, I also talk to myself. I want fully different. Each range, mm-hmm. yeah, that is uh, how the purpose for me to get them communicate and mm-hmm. sharing. Okay, yeah, the young one can see the old one how why they still can dance and why be a dancer why you still want to dance, especially for the females mm-hmm. when they have a kid totally can't get on stage mm-hmm. sometimes. So, but she's still keeping. Then the young one will know hey, how come he can she can continue. So I think and also have different emotion. Mm-hmm. Everyone I can tell eleven of star, and eleven stu- uh, dancers have different uh, uh, feedback while they come for uh, rehearsing. Okay. So I think it's interesting for me yeah, to yeah. get uh, to know them, to communicate with them, and to share and each other, and then after each other. How they communicate. Mm. That is what I would like to say. Seeing they really communicate each other. So many unspoken conversations, right? Just yes. happening out on yes, the stage. Just, there. Now it's the t- stage, you know, yeah. right? Yeah, getting more and more. Okay. Yeah, I mean, near the extreme months, some, some dancers just came um, I mean, from French, they just came in for a month, for real thing, local one for three months, then um, getting uh, closer. The, the more communicate they, they have okay. now. Okay. This is what I yeah, okay. love to see. Excellent. Thank you. Yeah. Excellent. And I guess, you know what, uh, just, I mean, just before we conclude, guys, um, what would you hope the audience also take away uh, from Switchblade Operation The Longing? Uh, yeah. Um, I think I, I'm not sure the choreography uh, because I've, I I don't know too close it, to your heart, right? Yeah, to, yeah, yeah, yeah. It, it should be charged from the audience, mm-hmm. but I would like to come and watch how the team passion are. Mm-hmm. 
in a space like this, right? Yeah. Quote unquote unconventional. Yeah, yeah. I mean uh, the dancers and the team, mm-hmm. how they start set up the set and the lights, and then the dancer every day they have to bandage their big feet and all that. So that is their passion. Mm-hmm. Only mm-hmm. can do that. So yeah, what we like to audience come and sing what. Okay. Yeah. And how about for you, Bison? Um, I think add to that passion, I think it's because mainly we are just an independent production. So everyone that's on board with the projects are essentially our con- great contributors, their commitment, their dedications. Like, like every time I see the full runs and rehearsals, then I feel like mm, I really want people to see their effort, <laughs> their talent, yeah. and how, how the choreographies are all coming together with the uh, creative team, lights and set. And then finally... Um, I we don't really explain much about the show. I just I just hope that they can feel that emotions that were running uh, in the choreography. Mm-hmm. And it's quite an immersive sort of space, right? I mean, yeah. once you're there, you yeah, you can't help but feel immersed in the performance as well. Would I be right in saying that? Mm. Yeah. Okay. All right. Excellent. Well, Switchblade Operation: The Longing uh, is coming up from the sixth to the 9th of July. It's at eight thirty p.m. at Kong CKL. Uh, tickets are priced from uh, thirty uh, sixty-eight ringgit to three hundred and sixty ringgit for group. For group, group okay, of five. Yes. Group of five, and the show is just about sixty minutes, right? Uh, and uh, yeah, it's very informal, right? The the dress code I was reading is quite important, yes. right? Yeah. <laughs> Because it's a shoes off venue. Shoes off venue, yeah. and uh, there's only fans, yeah, right? Yes. So yeah, come no dress uh, very comfortably uh, for it. Uh, so yes, and you can get your tickets over at cloudjoy.com. That's cloudjoy.com. Ladies, thank you so much for joining me today. Thank, thank you, you so much Julia, for having us. Absolute pleasure. I was speaking to Lok So Kim, choreographer and lighting designer uh, for Switchblade Operation, The Longing, and Lopez Yen, the producer of the show. If you miss any part of our conversation today, you can always search for the podcast at bfm.my slash front dash row. You can also find it on the BFM app. This has been Front Row on The Bigger Picture, BFM 89.9. You have been listening to a podcast from BFM 89.9, The Business Station. For more stories of the same kind, download the BFM app.